0: This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. So the first thing to say here is that, you know, of these senators who have proposed government licensing for advanced AI development, this is a relatively bipartisan framework, which suggests there's going to be some stricter oversight of AI technologies like GPT-4. There is, of course, you know, a proposal by Senator Richard Bluthall, who's from connecticut and then on the republican side of this we have senator josh howley who is from montana so this you know this kind of bipartisan working together between democrats or republicans i think suggests the formation of a new governmental body that would require companies to seek licenses before developing powerful ai models like gpt4 so The legislative framework also suggests that developing high-risk applications such as facial recognition should necessitate a government license. Sure, I mean, I guess I could be on board with the facial recognition thing. I personally would hate to be walking around the streets and feel like companies, stores, or people are just like, everyone is just facial recognition, like recognizing me and trying to, I don't know, target me for anything. I just would prefer to feel slightly more anonymous. Uh, So yeah, that I can get behind. The rest of it, I have a sneaking suspicion, is gonna be very um, you know, open AI trying to build a wall. So or a remote. So let's talk about some of the stringent requirements for AI development. So the legislative framework, which was presented on Tuesday, proposed that companies would need to subject their AI models to rigorous tests for potential harm before deployment, publicly uh public disclosures of any indecent. Uh, or incidents post-launch, and allow third-party audits. So This move could serve as a blueprint for future laws concerning AI regulation. Companies would also be required to disclose the details of the training data used to create these models, and the proposal further allows individuals who are harmed by AI to take legal action against the responsible companies. I mean, maybe it's just me, but I don't like almost any of that. Maybe that's just me, uh, so I'll, you know, i'll spare you my comments on that for the time being but let's talk about some of the mixed reactions from industry and advocacy groups so while the initiative has been welcomed by some it has also been met with a lot of skepticism and lenhart former leader of an ai ethics initiative at ibm appreciates the lawmakers taking uh, decisive action but questions the feasibility of creating a body with a broad range of expertise because uh, you really do need a lot of different expertise to kind of oversee the whole AI, this AI technology that spans multiple sectors, right? Like, I mean, we don't exactly have a great track record. We've we've got, we've uh, decided that Kamala Harris is the AI czar or whatever. And she obviously is, you know, there, there's a whole meme going around of her explaining that AI represents, stands for artificial intelligence. It's really cringy. Um, obviously, she's no technology background, no AI background. So it makes absolutely no sense to have her over ai but for some reason we decided to do that anyways we don't have a great great track record and i think that's what people are criticizing and concerned about they're like if we just get a bunch of kamala harrises running the whole ai thing like it's going to be a uh, you know bureaucratic nightmare pretty much so in any case OpenAI ceo sam altman had suggested a similar licensing mechanism during a senate testimony in may so that's another kind of red flag the ceo of the biggest ai company with the most funding of anyone else says that you should do the exact same licensing thing and he should definitely get a license because he's the biggest ai company so it's like it's kind of funny because right now it's like i don't feel like we need more barriers to entry the barriers to entry are exhibit a it's impossible to get these nvidia chips because they're freaking expensive exhibit b these nvidia chips are freaking expensive and uh Like there's, there's a backlog if you want them and you have the money. And if you don't have the money, well, then you don't have the money. So it's like, there's already a lot of barriers to entry to develop this technology. It's really incredible technology. A lot of these different AI models that we're building, but like adding a government license on top of that, it's like, great. So now you need to know a lobbyist, a bureaucrat, you need to know a way to get through the system or like, it's just going to be a debacle. I highly doubt this is going to be like a very simple thing is it going to get politicized where certain political parties only want models that conform to their ideologies yada yada yada. and i know it's like bipartisan because we got a democrat and a republican working on it but that's just like i'm skeptical and whether you're a republican or whether you're a democrat i think you should be skeptical because inevitably if you know someone from the other party than your own is elected president then they could, you know, set the new person in charge of that department to have things that like are skewed towards them. I don't know, whatever. I uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm a uh, maybe I'm pessimistic on this whole thing or just like overly suspicious, but it just doesn't seem to be what I love having the government decide who can build a AI model when, you know, right now everyone's building them and we're all still alive. The robots have not taken over yet. So Looking at some of the, you know, like looking at some of the pending decisions and questions, I think the Senators have yet to specify whether the oversight for AI tech would be conducted by a newly formed federal agency or an existing one. Um, they've also not outlined the criteria for determining whether like what could be classified as high risk applications requiring a license. So that's, I'm sure annoying if you got labeled as high risk for whatever reason, that would be a good way to weaponize it against your political or ideological opponents. But in any case, I think the proposal comes at a time when AI regulation is a hot topic in Washington. Senators um, are talking about this a lot. I think Bluthal and Hawley are scheduled to oversee a Senate subcommittee hearing on AI accountability next week. Um, and I think that uh, a meeting hosted by Senator Chuck Schumer will gather a bunch of tech leaders like Mark Zuckerberg, Elon, and CEOs from Google, Microsoft, and NVIDIA to discuss the future of AI regulation. So Michael Koo, who is um, of Friends on the Earth, an environmental nonprofit, calls the proposal a quote, good first step, but demands more clarity on the framework's details and its potential environmental impacts. Um, again, I don't really love the mixing of environmental people with AI technology, or like it'd be, I would just as much like the CEO of ExxonMobil, a gas company, like being having comments or an opinion on this ai technology as i would an environmental person or as i would the nra like it just already feels like people are trying to politicize this and uh you know say like oh well all of these different people from these different departments or these different like groups need to have a say on ai and you know their opinions matter don't like it don't like it one bit i just like the ai is awesome i think people should be able to use it how they want i don't want it to get politicized but inevitably it will so i guess i just got a brace for impact on that the proposal by Senator Blumenthal and Howley marks, I think, a significant step towards a more structured regulation of AI technologies in the U.S. However, it has elicited varying reactions and several questions still remain unanswered with upcoming hearings and meetings on the subject. I think the discussion on how best to regulate ai is far from over so stay tuned as we continue to cover this in the future and see how this all shakes out if you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our chat gpt creators community i'll drop a link in the description to this podcast